Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Blessed greetings and love, Jaji. Welcome to Bob Radio. How you doing? Up for, up for, Brother Carlos. Give thanks for the link. Give thanks. Yeah, man. With you. Yeah, man. Well, uh, Jaji is a bass player for uh, Zionite Kings. He's uh, toured the world with all kinds of musicians that you know. Uh, most notably, recently, he's done a lot of work with uh, John Nine. And um, Zionite Kings have been producing music for many, many years. And we'll talk about Zionite Kings and Zion High Productions in a little bit. But, um, John D., I wanted to talk to you about, um, and let our, our fans and listeners know, uh, how did you get involved in music, and, and mo- more specifically, how did you get involved in reggae music? How, how did you, was there a song that you heard that got you interested into it? Did, was your uncle playing records for you? You heard the neighbor playing some reggae music? Well, how did you get involved with reggae music? Well, uh, music, yeah, from a very young age, um, like seven, I started playing violin, um, through high school I played guitar in various rock bands and um, from maybe around 10 I was already hearing, maybe 9 or 10 I was hearing Bob Marley, um, but not really associating it with the genre of reggae music, just kind of hearing it on rock and roll stations and my older brother had records and these kind of things. Okay. Um, so I used to listen to Bob even from a young, 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 young age, but never really associated it with the genre, just kind of listen to it as just, you know, music. Another artist, um, another artist like Led Zeppelin or Rush or whatever. Yeah, like whoever. Exactly. Yeah. Those are two very, those were two very, very influential bands from me as a young, young musician too, the ones that you named. Um, yeah. Led Zeppelin and Rush, especially Rush. Um, but yeah, just another artist, just another artist. And uh, I got into, further into reggae music, maybe around 16 or 15, um, mostly with like culture. I remember her Ballhead Bridge was one of the first LPs I ever heard that was non um, Bob Marley reggae. Okay, and right on. Yeah, and then basically around the same time, um, Burning Spear, uh, Marcus Garvey. Wow. And 
and then I put down guitar and, and picked up bass basically around the same time too. Like once reggae music started really penetrating me and you know, I started I I, I started playing bass at the same time. And I started forwarding into the philosophy of, of Rastafari and learning of Haile Selassie the first mm-hmm. same same time too. So you so see you got the fullness of reggae music and Rastafari around the same time. Yeah. Well, you've been doing amazing work for years and years. I, I, I know your work here in San Diego when you were doing work with the Bloodfire Angels. and You started your own collective. You left San Diego and you started your own mission in music. To, like, tell us about that. What, what, what was going on right there at that time period in your life? Um, well, actually, the time I left San Diego, uh, I, I was in San Diego about four to five years. Um, like the I said, in the time that I worked with, Got Blood and Fire English formed in them time. Um, I was working with Ross Elliott at Trade Roots, and we started this work on Yami Bolo Revolution album, which was Zion High Productions' first album, um, okay. with Santa Davis and Yami. We started the work, we did all the recording in San Diego, and before it was released, actually, I moved to Miami area. Okay. Uh, so it was released after I actually had moved, and relocated to the Fort Lauderdale, Miami area. Okay. Perspective for me in music and culturally otherwise. Um, yeah, because there's a lot, there's yeah. a, a heavy West Indian influence, way more so in South Florida than S- San Diego. Way more. Much, 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 much more. It's full of, full of Rastafari people. We have Naya Bingy House, we have Bobo House um, that are functioning and, wow. and, and keep you know, plenty of events all the time and regular Sabbath services. So I was very involved in that. Um, you have a whole lot of uh, reggae studios, recording studios around. Um, one that I basically linked with immediately um, was Jamia Studio Work in Lauder Hill um, that, that was founded by the late, great Gary Wong, who um, okay. I worked with the whole time I was in Fort Lauderdale, and okay. he he actually died maybe two to three years ago. Sorry to hear that. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, yeah, very, very great, great, great engineer. Awesome. So, did, um, your Zionite, so you continued Zionite Kings and then um, Zionite Productions, and then the when did Zionite Kings come into into the picture? And tell us a little bit about Zionite Kings uh, as you do that. No problem. Now, Zionite Kings came into the picture around 2006, 2007. I moved to Florida in 2003. Okay. Um, so, Zionite Kings is Andrew Moonbain, um, who lives in New York, Boston area. Okay. Uh, and Lauren Chippy Alfred, who lives in St. Croix. Um, Moon and I had been working together even while I was in San Diego. Um, he went to school in Rhode Island, which is where I was born. Okay. Along with my musical companion and Rastafari Bridge in Ja Oil. Yes. In San Diego. Um, and so Moon and I had been working together 
even before you know, like as I was in San Diego. Okay. Um, he has his he had formed his label Luster Kings, I think, in around '99, and Cyan High Productions, which is my and Ross Elliott's label, was formed in 2002. Okay. Um, so I was doing work for him, playing bass on his original work for Luster Kings. Okay. And he and I worked together all the way through, you know, basically from like '99 all the way up into the time when the two of I and I met Tippy in 2000. I think he met Tippy a little bit before me in New York okay. um, in around 2005. And then the three of I and I got together for like the first Zion I King's recording session okay. in St. Croix in 2006. Oh, wow. He brought Moon and I to St. Croix and we spent like a week with Vaughn from you know, Midnight, Akebeka, mm -hmm. um, building rhythm, voicing tunes with, with Vaughn, and this just that, yeah, like, you know, seven to nine days of those studio straight. Wow. Recording rhythms and working, yeah. Awesome. That was the beginning of, of that. Zion I Kings. So it's really like, when we were talking earlier, just to uh, clarify a little bit, so Zion I Kings is basically three individual producers. Tippy, you, yep. and Moon. And collectively, yep. you guys work as Zion I Kings, but you all have all your individual projects, right? Exactly. Okay. Our, our individual projects and individual labels. Individual so projects. Kings. Right. Yeah, Luster Kings is Moon. Um, I Grade Records is Tippy, and Zion High Productions is I and Okay, so you guys know Luster Kings from a lot of Midnight, and you also know uh, I Great Productions from a lot of Pressure, uh, Batch, Ross Attitude, uh, a list goes on for I Grade uh, VI artists. So for you guys listening, that's who that's who these people are. So that's what's going on. Now we um, one of my favorite records that came out from the Zion I Kings is um, Dub and Zion. What a great record! Yes, so many right. awesome rhythms and. Um, just an amazing, really cool Rasta vibe. And t how did that record come about? So tell us about that record. Uh, this one, this actually came. This is a Zion High Productions album, so um, I kind of was the general of this one here. I, I, I mixed most of it. Um, I think Tippy mixed one, and Moon mixed one or two. Um, but this was basically just like uh, an continuation of the Zion I King's dub series which was started in 2015 when Moon on Luster King's label released um, Dub and Style which was basically one session that I and I did at Top Gun uh, with Style Scott the three of I and I and Style Scott oh, and wow. we did some over overdubs and then mixed it dubbed it and and release that that was the first one and then Dubbing Zion or excuse me Dubbing Zion um, was volume two of the series so okay. um, the continuation of the Zion I King dub, dub series um, and you know, basically just we just always all of I and I have been inspired by dub you know from the beginning so um, you know the more we get into learning and and attempting to master this engineering world or this engineering trade uh -huh. the more we get into to, to dub as well and you know exploring the yeah because there's so many effects. great great dub albums and uh, 
and it is a, it's like a science I mean it's a and each each dub engineer has his own own style and his own frequencies and his own signature of how the songs do and it's a really an amazing uh, genre and tool of reggae music you know definitely definitely yeah man so before we get into talking more about dub um what other works does does uh, Zion I King's productions have going? Is there a Zion and Dub Volume Four, or what's going on with the uh, productions? Actually, there is a um, there is a Dub and Zion um, Zion I King Dub Volume Four that's getting ready. It's actually mastered and uh, cover and everything. It's going to be on my label Zion High Productions. That uh, it'll be out this year. Um, but before that, we have. Uh, a new album from Archangel that's going to come out on on Zion High Productions label, which is um, my rough idiot works there. Um, named Now What Now What the Down. Yeah. So that will come out. That will come out first. This, we don't have a release date yet, but it'll, it, it will be this summer. He's a great artist. Uh, Archangel's doing some amazing stuff. I like his flow. Yeah. I like his style. I like his meditation. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and then Kippy is getting together another Ake Becca album to be released, uh, which is you know, basically some work he did before he moved forward there. Right, um, right. And so he's, he's working on that. Uh, Chippy, or excuse me, Moon just released Chadon Blackamore, Upward Spiral, uh, last, last Nice week. record, nice record, nice record. Like that one? Yeah, too. yeah. Yep, so that's basically what we're working on. I, um, I'm also working on an album with Micah Shamaya as mm. well right now. And Jalifa, an, uh, an EP with Jalifa, who's a great, great Rastafari daughter from Trinidad. Wicked, wicked. Looking forward yeah. to all these works. Looking forward to all the work. Yeah. I love all the works. So many great rhythms. His Imperial Majesty rhythms is one of my favorite on the record. So I just loved, love all the dub music, love all the dub music. So let's talk a little bit about dub. Um, we're doing this. I'm doing a series on dub, and I'm getting uh, opinions from people in the in the world of dub, in the dub arena, and find out what dub means to them. So, Jadi, what does dub mean to you? <laughs> dub, boy, dub, dub is probably what made I put down the guitar and take off bass um, and really get, you know, fully, fully acquainted with what the drum and the bass of reggae music should feel like and, 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 and the relationship that they have, you know, with one another, to mm -hmm. one another and what it can do. Um, it really, the bass line, when, when stripped down like that where where you just really hear the drum and the bass and you know some little instrumentation going over it really gives you a, a, a no filter you know passageway into that frequency that bass frequency and it, it, it can really speak to you and that's what happened to I you know it really spoke to I with some clarity and Mm -hmm. And it, it just it, it, it just seems so natural. Dub, to, to, you're saying you're saying dub music dub, dub music speaks to you in a certain way other music doesn't, and it motivates you in ways that other music doesn't. Yeah, I mean it's it's so 
stripped down. It gives it gives you the the raw element of reggae music in its raw form, and and can if you, if you listen carefully, it can even really teach you how to assemble and then disassemble the music itself, like all the yeah. little parts. All the yes. little, you can hear the percussion come in and come out, and you know, okay, this is how it's supposed to feel when percussion drop out or drop in or yeah. drop out or forward in or just the bass alone and you feel the pulse and you feel you can feel it it's just like a, it's just like a um, a tutorial on, on how to make this music yeah how yeah to put the pieces of the puzzle together and make it uh, merge you know yeah 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 it's it's um it's 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 great it's great uh, it has provides a certain freedom you know provides a certain freedom um that I feel in the music, you know, and um, dub is dub is dub is getting bigger, and sound system is getting yeah. bigger, and um, what what do you think about this? Like to round up some of the conversations, there's like the first wave of dub would be like King Tubby's and Lee Scratch Perry, second wave would be yeah. like Matt Professor and Josh Shaka and Errol Thompson, and the third wave would be people like you and Tippy and Moon. And Iron Dubs and Indica Dubs and Vibronics and OBF and Sanai Sound and all these other like amazing uh, Charlotte Fifty Eight and all these other amazing artists. What what do you think about this new movement of dub? It's really broad. It's really broad now. Um, I mean, it's always been it's always been broad. Um, yeah, but it's getting it's getting it's getting even broader in a sense. And when I say that, I mean um, the demand for it, and then even <clears throat> the little niches, like for instance, in Europe and UK, you know, you have this what what is considered dub is basically what people listen to and play on sound system, yeah. which is is generally Steppers in, in those arenas. Right, right. A lot of steppers, for sure. So this is almost known as dub, but then just like the I just articulated, you know, the first phase, King Toby and Scratch and forward and into Mad Professor and um, like you said, Jashaka and these different, you know, mm -hmm. it's like that's still dub. Those sounds that one drop maybe non-steppers or it may have steppers in it but it's not necessarily confined to just steppers right. or a, a, a digital drum beat um, it may have a, a natural live drum beat so sure. it's, and, and this is still dub in 2020 this is yeah. still considered dub whether vintage or made yesterday right so, um, it's, that's why I'm saying it's very broad because um it, it, it's just broad. It's, 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 some, you it's know, big like, and, it, and it's spread, and it's spread to every corner. We got big sound systems right. in Italy, Brazil, Japan, Netherlands. You, you name it. There's a big sound Deep. everywhere Africa, across the world. Uh, Africa, all, all, all Africa. Africa. How can we forget Africa? Africa. 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 We dabbled in it a little bit, and it's never really left the United States. But I think it's you're going to see a lot more custom-made sound systems and a lot more people playing uh, their own sound systems in that style, UK dub style and uh, old style Ja Love and Sturgaff style here in the United States. Yeah, it's, it, 
it's almost like nowadays it's, it's almost like if it's not if it's reggae music and it isn't done in a sound clash or a bashment style it's like it's dumb music basically in yeah. 2020 like if it play on a sound mm-hmm. it's dumb music basically so i yeah. mean because you go to you go to kingston dub club and you may hear a one and two steppers all night long maybe you yeah. see what I'm saying? But all night long, where you hear coming out the, the, the sound and the speakers is still considered dub music in 2020. Right. You know I mean? So it's yeah. like, even if, there's, even if it's a Dennis Brown, yeah. a yeah. root Dennis Brown playing, and yeah. it's a vocal version, not even a version. So right. That's well, what I, I'm saying. It's broad. What's considered dub in 2020 is a very broad trunk. Right, right. And I think a dub in 2020 more encompasses more of the vintage roots reggae. That more so than strictly just dub music, you know what I mean? Like yeah, uh, exactly, exactly, exactly. That's what people would consider dub is, is things that kind of lend themselves to to dub to what we know as vintage dub, which would be like scratch and King Tubby aggravators and, and yeah, stuff like that. Uh, but then again, just like we was reasoning in Europe and in UK, it's really like. You know the steppers and and what plays in 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 in, in the dance and yeah, these things. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's, but it's I I see a lot of these kids mixing the dub and the steppers really well. The new the new the third wave. I see them. It's 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 an, it's really I really it's it's heartwarming and uh, inspiring. And then on top of all that stuff, the dub ha- lends itself to so much creativity. You can see like when you talk about breaking down a song, analyzing a song, and learning how to do dub while listening to a song. But there's so much creativity involved in dub that you can actually hear in, in the instrumentalism, the, all the inf- ear candy, the instrumentation and things and effects that they add that really makes it sweet, you know, to me. It's true, it's true. From effects to overdubs and choice, you know, like overdub choice of instruments you know, that people use indigenous instruments and mm-hmm. yeah, all types of horns and, yeah. and and strings and yes a real nice nice things can be done and and give it some real different type of textures you know? and then the effects like we say coupled with that yeah it's, it's really a, it's a big it's a big 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 word it's a big wave and it's, and it's coming here and <laughs> i'm so i'm so glad that you're part of it you know we're, i'm, I'm Gonna be adding your music to my mixtapes. I'm doing a whole series of dub mixtapes, and your stuff is gonna be on there. And um, foundation and culture music, and you know, I'm gonna include your guys' stuff in there. And um, you know, I'm just glad that you're part of the scene, and I can't wait to see you on the road with John Nine and all these other amazing artists that you go on the road with, and keep on doing your music. And you know, thank you for all supporting reggae music and doing what you do as a real foundation Rasta man. You know. So thank you so much, man. All right. Yeah, give thanks for the call and give thanks for the encouragement, the consideration, and all the support and other things that you have been doing as well for reggae music over the years. Same way. Give thanks. I've been knowing you from ever since I've been in reggae. I've been doing that and that. I've been doing work for for reggae music, so give enough thanks. Yes, I, yes, I, yes, I. Well, it's nice to be in this fraternity and brotherhood of reggae music and Rastafari with you. Um... 
Okay. Yeah, man. Well, hey, again, thanks for your time. I want everyone to check out Zion I King, Zion I Productions, Zion and Dub Volumes 1 through 4. 4 is coming out very soon. So just look out for Jadi and Zion I Kings, all right? Ah, uh, give thanks. That's the fire I love. Give thanks again, Carlos. Yeah, man. <laughs>